There are two levels of creativity that you need to know about and consider as you're going about your creative life, the natural and the spiritual. My name is Mary. Welcome to Creative Eden, where we have candid conversations on what it means to create for God's glory. There are two realities that you come into contact with as a creative, whether you're aware of them or not. And these are the natural realm and the spiritual realm. The natural realm is something that most, if not all of us, are familiar with because it's tangible. It's what we experience with our five physical senses, what we see, what we touch, what we smell, what we taste, what we hear. And so this is something that we tend to be used to and even sometimes take for granted. For many of us as creatives, whenever we are doing our creative work, we are looking at how we can immerse those we want to experience our creativity in one or more of these senses. How do they get to experience our creativity through the different physical senses that they have at their disposal? But there is another reality that many of us don't take into consideration and especially as Christians who are in the creative space, we really need to be aware of and we need to have a great understanding of. And that's a spiritual realm. All of creativity, as with pretty much everything in life, is first spiritual. If you look at the act of creation that we see in Genesis, there was a decision that was first made in the realm of the spirit before creation was made manifest through the act of creation. In Genesis 1, we see the Godhead having a meeting or having a conversation and they agreed amongst themselves, let us make man in our own image and likeness. And there was an agreement made based on that conversation. And what followed that agreement was the act of creation where God would speak and whatever he spoke would come into existence. Now what we draw from this based on the principle of first mention, which is basically going back to the very first time something is mentioned and seeing the context within which it's mentioned and what lessons can be gotten out of it. What we get out of this is that the act of creation first begins in the spirit before it is made manifest in the flesh, in the physical, where things are tangible. And what this often looks like for us is we may have a dream or a vision. It could be a daydream. It could be an idea that flickers through your head. It could be an inspiration that is triggered by something you've seen or heard or experienced. And usually we take these things for granted. We assume they're just happening normally. But there is a place where this creative inspiration is derived from. And this is largely a spiritual exercise. It's largely a spiritual experience because a part of you that is experiencing this inspiration, that is getting these ideas, isn't necessarily the tangible part of you. It's not that you physically engaged with the idea, but there is a part of you, your soul and your spirit, that is being made aware of a possibility through your ideas and through your imagination that using your creative gift, you can make a tangible reality for everyone else to experience the same way you did. And so as creatives, we cannot run away from the fact that our creativity is first and foremost spiritual before it is natural. It is first and foremost intangible. It is first and foremost in the realm of the spirit before it becomes tangible and something that not only we but those who are on the receiving end of our creativity can get to immerse themselves in. What does this mean for us as creatives? It means that it's not only important for us to guard our natural spaces and this is something that some creatives are really good at. You'll find that whenever they're in the act of creation, they want space, they want quiet, they don't want interactions or distractions. You know, there are those 
boundaries are people put in place to allow their creativity to flourish, which is fantastic. But when it comes to the spiritual realm, we need similar boundaries, if not even greater ones, because it's not just God who can inspire our creativity. Our flesh has the capacity to inspire our creativity. So does the devil, by the way. He can indeed inspire our creativity because he too was once a creative before he fell. And so guard your space, guard your mental, emotional space, guard your physical space, and above all else, guard your spiritual space. Look at what it is you're allowing into your creative expression because it does show. Whatever you're planting within your creative space will bear fruit in how you're expressing your creativity. And that will either be for the glory of God or for your own glory or even for the glory of the devil. Then you have to decide based on what you want to glorify, what you allow into your creative space. Thanks for joining me today. See you on the next episode.